Good morning. We're continuing Chayyot and Hilchos Shabbos. We're learning Kfal Gimel and we're learning Siman Aleph, where the Chayyot is putting down a list of eight criteria which must be met and to permit the person to give malacha to a non-Jew on Arab Shabbos, that the non-Jew will then do the work on Shabbos. So the last two points that he says deal with the concept of the so getting a benefit out of the actions of the non-Jew. The Jew can't not benefit from the fact that the work was done on Shabbos as opposed to after Shabbos. So if a person has, um, for example, a person the Shalom is going to get later on in Simeon Beis, is going to give an, an example, a person owns a merchatz, he owns a bathhouse, which people use, and um, so he wants to hire non-Jewish workers to maintain the bathhouse on Shabbos, that the uh, non-Jewish people will come there. So it's everything's being done by non-Jews, uh, but the the merchats belongs to the Jew. Um, so in that situation, the fact that the merchats is open on Shabbos, the Jew is getting a financial benefit. The people are using it and they're paying for it, etc. So even if we could get around the uh, the malachas being done in a way that the the, the uh, non-Jew was an exitza, he was hired as a contractor, etc., we still have the problem the Jew is benefiting from the work that the non-Jew does because it's open another day, there's going to be benefit. But that's the first point that he says. It can't be marviach. Now what is the problem with, with harvacha? Well, you mentioned before the the two problems one is it's inappropriate for the Jew to benefit from something which is done against the halacha. But the second problem is that it ties the individual to the malacha. This malacha is, is being done for you, not just for the non-Jew. Haraya, you're getting money in your pocket from it. So that make, makes a connection between the malacha and the individual. And therefore we look at the non-Jew as working for the Jew. And it comes back to a form of shlichus. Uh, ches. Uh, the uh, non-Jew is, uh, you have an arrangement with him that he works for you on an ongoing basis. So if he does work on Shabbos, he's available for other work during the weekdays. So even though he's hired as a cobbler, you have you have a ongoing, uh, you, you own a multiple series of apartments, and you have a plumber who is hired to take care of all of the plumbing issues which are there. So he's a ksitza, um, he's a kablon, etc. But there's always things coming up. So the fact that he took care of a certain amount of work on Shabbos will make him available for you during the week. If he just contracted with you, in the sense of he comes when needed, but this is, you have a, a, a fellow on staff, even though you set up the arrangement of his payment uh, with, a, with a 1099 and not with a W-2. He's not your salaried worker. He's paid as if he's an independent contractor. But since he works for you on an ongoing basis, a regular basis, having him do this work on Shabbos will benefit you after Shabbos. So that would be a problem, again, of the Jew benefiting from the malacha which is being done. Therefore, we look at what, what the, the non-Jew is doing in some way is putting something in the benefit in the pocket of the Jew so like the non-Jew is working for the Jew under those circumstances. So that's the eight criteria that the Chayadam talks about in a scenario where you're giving the malacha to the non-Jew before Shabbos, 
that the Malacha, and the non-Jew is doing the Malacha on Shabbos. If the non-Jew is doing the Malacha after Shabbos, obviously it's not a problem. If you're giving the Malacha to the non-Jew on Shabbos, obviously it is a problem. Um, even if you're giving the Malacha to the non-Jew on Shabbos to do it after Shabbos, it's going to be a problem. But here the person is giving it an Arab Shabbos, the Malacha is, being, is taking place on Shabbos, and if you meet these criteria, it's going to be mutter. It says, we're going to go through each one of these in detail and explain it. Uh, so we're not going to start the, the next sim, but we'll start the next year. I just want to introduce a word over here. So the Chayadim, when he introduces this, he talks about the word of Oifanim. It's an Oifan, like you find in the, uh, uh, the, the Taftara of the beginning of Yecheskel, the, the first capital of Yecheskel, talks about the Oifanim, which is a form of a wheel, so it's, as it were, it's it's a different. Uh, the, you look at something from different angles. It's like so, almost it, it parallels a wheel. Each one of those are called in the language of the Chayyim. They're called ponim, plurally. And pon, pe pe nun, is a singular. A pon is a face. Ponim are faces, literally. We always talk about a person's faces as ponim, because there are multiple facets to a person person's face. Each facet itself would be a pun. So the Chayyim is going to refer to each one of the uh, facet, these eight points as a facet of the heter. It's like a spoke on the heter. It's a different facet to how to look at something. And he's going to, going to call it a pun. So the first pun starts in Simon Bays, And we'll do that in tomorrow's year. Meanwhile, have a good day.